Okay, all I'm thinking is the dad's like, okay, sorry, sorry, daughter, I'm just gonna take this dog from you. I have to give this dog as a, as a sorry gift. <laughs> yeah, I love he's like, man. it's very, very valuable. It's an expensive dog. Yeah. Sorry, honey, maybe next year if I don't <laughs> f up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our last podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. The language that I wish that I could speak is probably French. You're Canadian. You should Shut speak up. French. Just say your words. <laughs> and my name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 28-year-old writer and TV critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I'm on Twitter at Aunt Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And the language that I wish I could speak is, like, more Klingon. That's good. More Klingon. That's yeah. what I like. It's not Klingon, more but Klingon. more Klingon. Speaking of, uh, I would like to introduce our guest for this episode, Rena. Woo! Yay! Yay! Tell us about you! Yo, my name is Rena Pelche, and I'm 23 years old, and I currently live in Canmore, but I was definitely born and raised in Red Deer because I'm a gangster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. What else you want to know? I'm really, I'm really boring. Um, okay, here. Why don't you tell us your Hogwarts house, which I already know. <sighs> my Hogwarts house. I am definitely a Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, just so you guys know, uh, Rena is sitting beside me currently, which is Brittany's favorite thing because then mm -hmm. people can <laughs> talk about the mistakes that I make that she can't see. Rena, why don't you talk a little bit about how we know each other? Uh, well, we went to school with each other for four years to be an actor, mm -hmm. and uh, in our third year, we started this quest of watching TV shows together. And then I was really thoroughly disinterested in watching Lost, and you're like, "We should watch this. Like, just watch one episode." <laughs> And so we watch an episode, um, <laughs> and then you told me that you were not going to continue watching them with me because you'd already started that with someone else, mm -hmm. and you still weren't done it, and it just annoyed you. Yeah. Um, and then we watched every single episode <laughs> together. Yeah. Uh, but I was just thinking about how, like, this show was definitely my life, and as I was re-watching it to, you know, to have some notes for this, all I was thinking of was, like, oh, man, I need to be doing steps every time that we go back in time. Yeah. And, like, oh, where's your mom's casserole when I need it? <laughs> and, like, I didn't have a Slytherin cup to drink out of. It was really yeah. awkward. So. Yeah. So basically, basically what we would do is we both had... Have, have? Do you still use your Fitbit? Yes. Okay, I sometimes do. I know. Um, <laughs> I watch you. What? I'm like, what is she doing? Why doesn't she have that many steps? <laughs> so we both had Fitbits at the time, and um, we would be doing steps. Like, we would always get up whenever there were flashbacks. Like, if oh, it brilliant. was just on the island, we would, we would be able to sit. But if it was flashbacks, we'd have to be stepping. There were a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> It was a whole thing. Um, That's like an easy 10,000 steps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what does the show mean to you? Oh. Oh. The show just represented this time in my life yeah. where all I did, like, it was great because I would go to school and act, and mm -hmm. then I would go home and watch really good acting. Yeah! <laughs> Snaps! <laughs> so it was, it was really good. I don't know. I just loved it. It was great. Uh, and how far have you watched slash how many times have you seen it? I've watched the whole thing once, mm -hmm. and I've... <laughs> that's it i actually just watched this episode again so this is the second time through on this episode right and it, like i said it was just it seemed really sacrilegious so <laughs> yeah i i probably wouldn't watch any more without you again it really freaks me out okay yeah. Aww. okay and i know the answer already but why don't you give me your list of favorite characters oh oh okay, yes. sorry. let's see hmm, Jin, saeed Jin, saeed i do love hurley but boone was my homeboy first yeah then it was what? hurley <laughs> 
I, I liked Charlie. Um, mm-hmm. Soy sauce? I did like soy sauce, but mm-hmm. it took me a long time to warm up to soy sauce. Yeah. I don't know why immediately I was just in love with Saeed. I do actually know why immediately I was just in love with Saeed. <laughs> I know, too. Have you seen Saeed? <laughs> but he was She mine. has a type. <laughs> but, yeah, he was he was a beauty. We'll get into that more later. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Locke. I like a lot of the characters. Yeah. They're all good. They're I pretty good. much like all of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you want, you can give us uh, somewhere that people can follow you on the internet, if you want. Oh, cool. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Rina, R-I-N-A-A, Catherine. And that's all. Yeah. I'm mean, checking out <laughs> uninteresting photos yeah. of me and my dog. <laughs> and uh, uh, dog photos are always interesting. Talk about the fun fact. Oh, fun fact. Oh, the language that I would like to speak. Um, well, I can already speak a little bit of French and I understand it, but I think I would really like to speak like Elvin or like maybe like the black speech of Mordor so I could really mm-hmm. understand what those orcs, what their strife is, you sure. know, like what's their beef? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate all the hobbits and everybody else? Sorry. <laughs> Tell us more. Um, okay, Britt, your turn. So today we have words to say about episode 117 of Lost in Translation, which I just understood, by the I way. I can't believe you just got oh it. My. No, I truly, I'd never seen them lined up before. So I was like, Lost in Translation. You know, if oh. you had watched it with Robin, she would have told you simultaneously <laughs> as you were watching it. That Every fun been, fact would have been handy to have a Robin. Here, I, I'm around. Everyone should have a Robin when you watch Lost. Yes. Uh, so first of all, it's a pun. Because, of course, it is Lost in Translation. Get it? The best part is that um, the next episode that's Sun and Jin based uh, is in season two, and it's called Dot, 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 and Found. So there's two uh, episodes that are Jin episodes that say Lost in Translation and Lost and Found. Lol, lol. It's a good one. I got that one. I got oh, that one. Oh, you did? Good. Yep. But yeah, so we have, it's also named after a 2003 film about culture shock and a narrative poem from 1974 about a child doing a puzzle. Beautiful. So that's cool. Well, um, The broadcast date was February 23rd, 2005. It was written by Javier Grigio Marchwatch and Leonard Dick. I was and in grade was five Bobby. when that happened. I was in? Feeling old. You were in grade four. I was in grade four. Uh, Brittany, how, how, what, what grade were you in in 2005? You know what? I think I was in, like, grade 10. Yeah. And I hate you. <laughs> and it was directed by Tucker Gates. So, yay! <laughs> wow, those are all fun facts coming from someone I deeply hate. <laughs> and now Brittany... Brittany's going to hate me more because I'm going to make her do this recap. <laughs> and so, Brittany... I truly... This recap was my idea, like, and I hate it. <laughs> Brittany is going to recap the episode, and she's going to try and do it in one minute, and if she does it longer than one minute, I'm going to speed her up so she sounds like a chipmunk. And uh, even if she isn't longer than one minute, I will still speed her up like a chipmunk because I think no. it's funny. So you'll never know. So you'll no. never know unless you time it yourself. <laughs> no, the idea is from Lost in 8 Minutes and 15 Seconds. I know, girl. Which isn't on YouTube anymore, so like this, this reference just doesn't work. Uh, people who have the DVDs and are looking at the bonus features now. Oh, yeah, because people have DVDs. In Girl, freak I you. just bought some. Wow, Brittany. <laughs> I got her the wow. sixth season. She was looking for the sixth season for ages, and she was like, I cannot find it on in any store, and then I found it, and I bought I it. I just bought them all, and now I can't watch them without Robin. How sad is that? <laughs> Little That's did I know. Really sad. Did you buy them on DVD or Blu-ray? DVD. I'm old school. I have it on DVD nice. and Blu-ray. I had to buy an Xbox One for Blu-ray capacity for yeah. things, but I'm really tried and true, like old school. DVD, mm-hmm. Xbox. Yeah. 
Let me know. I keep every time that I that I want to time her, I open up your the calculator. calculator. I was wondering what you were gonna do with your calculator. Every time she's gonna count. She's gonna put one, <laughs> two, three. Okay, okay. Uh, Brittany, count it down and go. Uh, fine. <clears throat> In the past, Jin asked Sun's super shady dad for permission to marry Sun. Her dad hires Jin as his personal assistant. That's nice. Sun and Jin get married. Even nicer. But before they can go on their honeymoon, Jin has to do a quick six-month management training course for her dad. Less nice. Turns out Jin's new job is to beat up Sun's dad's associates when they displease him. Jin hides this from Sun. Distraught over the truth of his job, Jin goes to his own father for advice. He tells him to run away with Sun to America. Guess which totally normal plane they board? On the island, Jin gets mad at Sun for swimming in a bikini because women can't have nice things ever. Michael gets in the middle of their argument and gets slapped by Sun for it. Michael also can't have nice things. Michael works on his raft instead because he doesn't need all that drama, but then someone sets it on fire. Not great. Sun sees burns on Jin's hands and thinks he did it. Elsewhere, Boone tries to get in the middle of Shannon and Saeed and it gets weird and gross and bleh. Everyone accuses Jin of trying to burn the raft by punching him repeatedly. Sun reveals that she can speak English and that Jin was trying to put out the fire, not set it. Whoops! Turns out that Walt did it because he likes being on the island. Okay, kid. Michael and Jin start to become best friends and Sun is finally free to wear her bikini. Go, girl! That was good. 106, almost 107. Um, it's going really to be sped up, though. You know oh, that, right? Yeah. I, I put it at 115% either way. <laughs> I literally don't care. We're going to start with Shannon and Saeed. Ugh. Or as we have learned, Shaid. Let's call them Sanon. Sanon? See, I, I wanted to call them Jarotherford. <laughs> oh, God. No, that was bad. <laughs> that was your worst idea. Listen, no, I've come up with worse. That's true, you have. I'm trying to remember the really bad one that I came up with. Oh, it was Hurley and Sawyer, and I thought we should call them Soily. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I wasn't serious, I was just making them up. You? I'm sorry, okay. Okay, but Shannon and Saeed could have a shitty one because they're shitty together. <laughs> See, that's an unpopular um, opinion in itself. Why don't you talk about that? that? Is or do you want to say that's unpopular? Yeah. Really? Because yeah. people actually think those two yes. would work out. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. Like, I get opposites attract, but, like, she's actually... See, we had a whole conversation about, like, the differences and similarities between Shannon and Nadia and how they're very different. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. And I just, like, I think most of my hatred was because I was jealous of Shannon to start out with. See, that's always my problem. Because she gets Boone yep. and then she gets Saeed. That's wrong. <laughs> that's just wrong. Get she out. She gets Boone. Just so we're clear, she gets you Boone. You know she got Boone. <laughs> that's <laughs> true, she did. She got Boone for sure. She got Boone? <laughs> What if we never said that again? Sorry, it happened. You can't erase it from your minds. You can take it out of the podcast, but I will not. not I refuse. No, that was brilliant. (laughs) It's just gross. I'm sorry. I can't. All right. Well, let's get started talking about it then. Incest the podcast. Welcome to Shannon and Saeed talk. This will be really quick because nothing really happens. So Shannon is tying knots. Saeed is impressed by this. She's like, the way I know is because I date dudes with boats. And then she says, what if we got together at night with a rope and saw what happened? Like, what? Is this a BDSM proposition? But that's her flirting. Do you have a past in the Navy you've neglected to tell me about? (laughs) Why? Well, how does a woman like you learn how to tie a perfect bowling knot? By dating guys with sailboats. Since you bring it up, I've been worried since I first met you that you might end up being a spinster. Spending my Saturday nights alone at home. Perhaps with an overweight aunt. (laughs) It's a very sad image. Maybe we should get some rope. 
spend our Saturday night alone together and see what happens. Like, yes. Brutal. But there... he probably is like, yeah, girl. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> like, he's probably like, yeah, go for it. Well, yeah, like, he does. He like, kind of smiles after and I'm like, really? Okay. If this is the thing, sure. He's just going to like uncover all their kinks in like one conversation. <laughs> um, so Saeed goes up to Boone and he's like, listen, I just want to let you know that Shaid is going to be a thing probably. And um, just to be prepared for that, hoping that's cool with you. Boone makes a racist comment as he does. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, and he's like, listen, I was just doing this to be nice. I wasn't asking your permission or whatever. And Boone's like, listen, here's a monologue about how much I hate you right now. Let me tell you about my sister. She likes older men, guys who can take care of her. My guess is in this place, you fit the bill. She'll make you feel like the greatest guy ever while you get her food, whatever it is she needs. And when she gets what she wants, she'll move on. When she does, don't take it personally, man. And like, it really makes me feel like <laughs> Saeed's like, are you speaking from experience? What is going um, yeah. on here? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so creepy. But also, why does Boone need to know anyway? Because yeah, he's exactly. in love with her because he's a freak. It's literally Sorry. what Locke says, though, is he's just like, what does this literally have anything to do with him? Exactly. Can we just talk about, like, what Shanna never did to deserve either of them, though? Sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, what is her deal? Why does everybody want to be with her? She she makes she makes I, a couple uh, knots in a rope and Saeed's like yeah, <laughs> and then she's a total irresponsible prat and her brother's like mm-hmm and I'm like seriously like if there was any redeemable quality that I could find about Shannon in the first couple episodes I'd yeah. be like yeah okay. See I really do think that in her episode in season two you're suddenly like okay but I still they they make it hard to like her in the first season I think they really do mm-hmm. and I'm intent upon I don't know I'm like a Shannon apologist so like I'm yeah. like. She's just a spoiled brat who has no, like, idea what the world is like, and she's learning, and I I think because, like, we get to see male characters have this arc so much, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm glad that it's a female character for, like, once. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. enjoy that Saeed is part of the reason that she stops. Mm. Like, that she exactly. starts acting like a grown-up yeah. a little bit. That's... That's Because nice. she's finally, like, around someone who will hold her accountable to her actions. Mm-hmm. Well, it always seems like, like you were saying, like, it always seems like the guy is the one that is acting like that, and the girl's always teaching him. But it's interesting to see it the other way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love Saeed, so we can continue. <laughs> I love him. So, uh, Saeed goes back up to Shannon, is being really distant about it. She's like, oh, my God, you totally talked to Boone. Because as if this just happens all the time, she's like, oh, now the dude doesn't like me anymore. Boone's fault. Now we have Locke, who's gutting rats Mm -hmm. like you do and she's like where's boone you guys are jungle pals which i think is funny boone where is he don't know what do you mean you don't know you two are like jungle pals sorry i haven't seen him well if you do see him tell him to keep his stupid mouth shut and if he has something to say he can leave saeed out of it and come say it to should i be writing this down just tell him to stay the hell out of my business. Locke is sassy Locke, which we don't get a whole lot, so that was exciting. Um, <laughs> and then Locke like, pretends he's all gossipy. He's like, do you like him? She's like, what? He's like, do you like Saeed? Because if you do, like, why do you care what, what Boone is even thinking at all? Because Locke knows. Locke knows. He can smell that crap from a mile away. He's like, ugh. <laughs> Locke wouldn't touch Locke's that. Locke's like, there's been incest here. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, literally all he wants is your attention, which is totally true because Boon is a toddler who's just waiting for his mom to pick him up. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, listen. And his mom is Locke. And he's like, listen, you can just, you can start a new life. That's what everyone else is doing. And it's your turn. And it's like, I feel like if Boone was here, he'd be like, can you not? Can you not tell her that, please? Like, don't encourage her. I'm, I'm in charge of her. What are you doing? Boone needs a life. <laughs> Boone's life well. is just Shannon. Or <laughs> <laughs> a hobby. Okay, lastly in this storyline, Saeed's chilling by the fire. Shan kisses him, and she's like, this is my new life starting. That's it. That's their whole storyline in this episode. There are so many other choices, though. It still makes me angry. Come on, Saeed. <laughs> Who, who would you rather... <laughs> who would you pick? Be with? Would I rather side be yeah. with? Anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> every, really? everyone on the island, I'm like, yeah, he could... You know what? I could see Saeed, like, going for... Um, Kate. Going for Kate, I for could sure. full-on yeah. ship. For sure. Kate and Saeed. But he also could have gone for Claire. Like, Saeed goes... I feel like he really goes for people that he has to take care of. Mm-hmm. I think he enjoys that kind of a role. And her in the, right. fir- like, the first season especially, I'm like, you could have taken care of that. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like, that's what Shannon is. Yep. <laughs> Boop. Boop. Um, okay. Those are all my San- my Shannon and Saeed thoughts. That's all I got. I did it all chronologically. They were good. So that's unfortunately, cool. it's just really hard to... That's fine. Here, take a, take, a, take a look. Really, most of it's me saying, ugh, yuck, why her? And the next one's like, again, yuck. Or like... <laughs> It's just because you want it to be you. Yeah, there's one where I says, where I say, super extra jealous. Heck. I says, heck. <laughs> so that's pretty much all my notes on Shannon and Saeed. Extra jealous. Heck. heck. <laughs> but that's totally me. Like, when we're watching The 100 and Amori shows up and I'm just like, yep. you're not me. Yeah. It took, like, the better part of six months to be like, Robin. She's fictional. It's okay if she dates another fictional it's character. Okay. It's not she okay. She betrays him. Sorry. It's okay now. Louisa was nice to me, and now I like Amori. Okay, fine. I'm... Louisa was she really was nice, very actually. nice, and I'm excited to see her again in January. I broke your pen. I'm really sorry. That's okay. I do this every time you give me a pencil. Yeah, it's true. That? Yes. I'm like, Ick. <laughs> so sorry. How did you break a pen? I take the, you know, the little thing that you can. She pulls off the little part that you like slide stick to. Onto. You can like make a bookmark sort of thing out of. Do you know what thing I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I rip it off accidentally, but I'm not doing it on purpose. I actually just snap it like the Hulk. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your own strength. I really yeah. don't. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we talk about Sun and Jin and Raft? Yeah, yes. my, fa- my favorite, <clears throat> OT3, Sun and Jin and Raft. Um, okay, so we start with Jin's eye, which is a theme. That's it's your it. favorite theme. It is my favorite theme. I love that crap. Um, Sun is in a bikini. Are y'all ready for some translations? Yes. Because I got them. Please. All right, so uh, Jin tries to cover up Sun. Sun says, what's wrong? I swam out. Which I'm not sure what that means, but I mean they're lost in translation. Ha 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 ha. Get it? Um, Jin says, "You say." Sun says, "What's wrong with the swi- this swimsuit?" Jin says, "A child. There are other swimwear. Why are you wearing this?" Sun says, "Okay." Jin says, "Go. No, let's go quickly." So there's that. Um, okay. Everyone's like, "Oh, here they go again." Claire thinks they should probably do something. Everyone's like, "Well, how about what?" Jin says, everyone else is watching. That's when Michael shows up. Um, Sun falls down. Sun says, what's wrong? Jin says, is not that what your husband is saying now? 
which I think... What is, these translations are weird. Well, shout out to Google Translate. But, I mean, you know, the grammar is all messed up and such. Uh, okay. In the other... Or in the... In between the languages. Um, okay. But I think... I mean, I'm guessing it's just like, why aren't you listening to me? Is kind of what I okay. think that means. Michael confronts them. Jin says, it's nothing to do with you. Why are you breaking in? What are you? Don't get in... Don't get involved in others. Which, I mean, sure. It's just solid advice. Sun slaps Michael. They walk away hand in hand, and then Jin pulls away. So there's that scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Continuing on. Yep. Jin's taking a look at his watch. He's like, what's up with you and Mike? And she's like, literally nothing. Wink. And he's like, huh, whatever. Wink, wink. So there's that scene. <laughs> Next. Michael's working on the raft. Sun goes and apologizes to him. He's like, you know what? It's fine. It's my fault. I'm the one who can't. Which is very adult of Michael. Michael is an adult. Everyone else are children on that island. Don't worry. I stuck my nose where it didn't belong. It's on me. You must understand Look, all I understand is that I got to get this raft finished so I can get my boy out of here and take him home. When I slapped you, I was protecting you. Oh, yeah? From what? From Jim. You don't know what he's capable of. <laughs> Rena has thoughts. Do, do you want to okay. do you want to talk about Sun now, or when do you want to talk about your we rant? Can, we can talk about it after because okay. it's gonna get. <clears throat> yeah, um, Rena has the opinion that Sun is bad, um, and not a lot of people have this, so that's why it's interesting to have her here. So yeah, I'm fascinated by this yeah. opinion. So we'll talk about it whenever you want. Just let me know when you want to start ranting. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, are we still doing translations? What's going yeah, on here? I thought we were. We, I did, okay. tra- I did all the translations in that scene, but we haven't had to. Everything else oh. has had um, subtitles. Okay. Well, I just quickly want to just draw a couple sure. of attentions. Okay. First of all, let's think about the first, the beginning of the scene. Mm-hmm. Jin's like, she's my dream. Yeah. No, she's an awful, awful nightmare. Forget <laughs> about her. Okay. That's my first. <laughs> Forget. Turn around, Jin. Leave. Okay. Don't okay. talk to her dad. That big winky. Don't talk to him. Okay. And I mean, he looks super controlling. He looks like a psycho on the beach mm-hmm. with the whole bathing suit thing. Like, yeah. that's just, he, he does. I, that scene puzzles me. And I still, like, even knowing the rest of the storyline, it still bothers me that that happened. Yeah. Because I don't really know how it got there yet. Mm-hmm. And then let's just take a, just take, just mentally note this. There's already been a slap thrown. Yes. By son. Yes. Okay. And then just keep tapping. Every time seen, that we're talking about this. We've seen one in a, in a flashback before, too. Yeah, so how many times now has she slapped him? Slapped Jin? Uh, yeah, slapped Jin or someone else. Yeah, she's, she's always slapping she's people. She's a slapper. I like remember her slapping at least two other people. Ooh, maybe three other people in the series. Like, I don't know about you, but I grew oh. up thinking, man, I can never get mad enough to slap anybody because yeah. that's ignorant. Like, that's just... Have I thought about it? Absolutely. Have well, I yeah. done it? No. Like, man, people can do some really messed up stuff and I will never lay a hand on them because that's, Mm -hmm. like, not only is that abuse, but that's just, you're just a monster. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get to actually physically assault someone. So just, just bear that in mind as the first thing that's really irksome to me Mm -hmm. about Zen. Do you want to talk about the nicknames that you've given them? Oh, yeah. So I was giving them nicknames. So this nickname for Sun came, like, I think in her episode. What was that called? Uh, House of the Rising Sun. Yeah. Okay. So House of the Rising Sun. Um, I was calling her Sad Sally. because Sad Sally. She's just so sad all the time. Like, she doesn't, mm-hmm. like, she'll smile every once in a while, but her mouth is still closed. She doesn't really show a lot of teeth. And she just looks sad all the time. And Rena called her Sad Sally through the entire series. Yeah. Just so you guys know. 
she should have gotten oh a new God. name that Sad Sally it is. Um, but yeah, that's totally her name. I was really mad when Sawyer called her Betty or whatever. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, it's Sad Sally. Figure it out. You guys aren't on the same nickname wavelength. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. He tries. He has some real bangers, so. And the best, Jin's nickname. Fisherman Sam. Fisherman Sam. She's been calling him Fisherman Sam since the pilot. He's fishing a lot. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, he's a pretty expert fisher. Like, I think in this episode, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. before he got napped. (laughs) Yeah. Before he got napped, (laughs) I swear, he's going to fish with his bare hands. That's what it looks like to me. I'm like, woo, get you a man who can do both. (laughs) (laughs) He can fish with a spear. He can fish with anything, but he can also just grab one with his hands like Mm -hmm. a man. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. But I remember, like, every time that Jin, like, doesn't have a shirt on, it'd be like, ooh, Fisherman Dam! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, like, same. He's such a... Yeah. There's always good stuff. He is... He was, like... Saeed was like, oh, yeah, I like him, but Fisherman Dam was husband material to mm-hmm. me. Like, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Fisherman Dam. Yeah. Fisherman Dam. Yeah. This is the life that we live. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, so Jin is on the golf course, and he's hitting rocks. Mm-hmm. Hurley shows up, tries to be a bro. It's just like, hey, you should do sea urchins. Lol, because they had, like, a moment with sea urchins a bit ago, but also Jin is like, I don't know those words. So it doesn't actually mean anything to him. If only someone knew English who could translate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Only somebody could could be kind enough to learn two languages and help him out. Weird. Hmm. Um, He's like, hey, why don't we go fishing? And Jin just kind of ignores him, and he's like, fine, go be an outsider. But... And Jin's like, I don't speak English. Yeah, I don't think Hurley quite figures saying. that out. Yeah. Like, I think Jin would have been like, yeah, man, let's go do whatever you want. Yeah. I'll teach you how to fish. Oh. We'll be bros. Yeah. But he can't understand Hurley. Yeah. Walt brings Michael some wire. Michael is just like, wow, I cannot wait to show you New York. It's going to be amazing. You are going to love New York, Walt. No city like it. You know what I really want to show you in New York? Are the buildings. The architects. Buildings? Yeah, I used to say that, too, till I saw the Flatiron building. What's that? Oldest skyscraper in the city. Built in 1902, and it's flat. That one building inspired me to start drawing and, you know, designing things. Why? You just got to see it, man. You want to see it, right? I guess. I, oh, ooh, I found I have a fun fact about the, about the Flatiron building that's not a spoiler. Uh, apparently, the... <laughs> the architecture of it, like, makes the wind go through it so that it always, like... Um, makes girls' skirts come up. And so now I'm like, Michael, what do you mean it inspired you? Of course it inspired Gross. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was talking about, but just saying. This episode really reminded me of how much I couldn't remember the difference between Walt and Vincent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For the entire what? thing, she would always call him, or no, it wouldn't be Win- Vincent. She would always Winston. call him Winston. Winston. His name was always Winston. I was like, oh, look at little Winston go. And she'd be like, that's not his name. <laughs> That's his name now. So Jack shows up and he's like, wow, look at all the progress you've made. And he's like, thanks, dad. He's like, listen, just so you know, a lot of people are thinking about like, who's going to be going on this raft thing. And he's like, okay, well, here's the deal. First of all, I feel like Michael should be like, oh, yes, well, it was my idea. I did it myself. (laughs) But he's like, okay, so we have room for four people and there's only one spot left. And Jack's like, oh, well, who took the other spot? And Sawyer's like, of course it was I. I only got room for Four people. It's one open spot. You took the other one. What's the matter, Doc? Feeling left out. You taking Sawyer with you? Yep. 
twas I, Sawyer. He's like, the way that I bought my way on is because they needed cable or whatever. He's like, good thing I'm a saver, not a spender. Boop, boop. Don't you think they'd want a doctor, though? Yeah. Don't you think they'd be like, hmm, I can only bring four more people on this. Maybe I should bring something really useful, like a doctor. Because (laughs) Sawyer's awesome, don't get me wrong. He can read a lot of bedtime stories to Winston. But But you need a doctor. Like, there's going to be some sickness. Okay, yeah. you're gonna be on and the what scene. What use is a con artist? I mean, I feel like Jack is probably gonna be like, all the people here need me, and they're gonna be like, no, we need you, and he'll be like, well, Claire's about to have her baby, and they're gonna be like, listen, if Claire's not on the raft, I don't care. <laughs> I only care Harsh. about raft parties. Raft parties sound not fun. No, those sound like, like, seasickness waiting to happen. Yeah. Why, why would you build a raft or a boat and not consult Fisherman Sam? True. Can I just Your ask point? that? He obviously understands boats. Yep. Okay. Come on. You see that in the episode. Yeah. You see him on a boat and you say, yep, that's him. <laughs> Expert on boats. I feel like Jin was just like, I can't believe they're not even asking me to help build this raft. Yeah. He's like <laughs> silently stewing, but also like, they also have no idea because I can't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> Kate and son are hanging out at night. She's like, why do you let him treat you this way? And he's like, well, he used to be better than this. Oh, what changed? What changed? I can't even talk (laughs) about this because it's a spoiler. What changed? What changed? Wow. Okay. Okay, here, do you want me to write down, make sure that we talk about that in the spoiler Yeah, let's talk about that at the end because she just loves to play the victim. Like, she won't own up. She doesn't say anything about her crappy things that she does Mm -hmm. but she'll definitely let loose to everyone else about everything that Jin does like people make mistakes okay but like I don't think any of Jin's mistakes were deliberate mistakes that Mm -hmm. he repeated numerous times after figuring like I'm just sorry (laughs) I just (sighs) she grinds my gears okay moving on sorry um so the raft is on fire Mm-hmm. And we have Locke and Walt just kind of like looking on. They're trying to put it out. Michael is just really sad. Like, I can't even imagine how much this must hurt Michael, you know? Like, how much work he put into it. I'm sad about it. And uh, he's like, Where's Jin? He tried so hard, man. Yeah, but what, what's with him immediately being like, It's Jin? Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, yeah, the man doesn't like you because you clearly have the hots for his wife. Yeah. But just chill out. I just, I just hate when people pick on Jin. <laughs> Poor little Jin. Especially because there's that language barrier. He can't yeah. stand up for himself. He can't, like... And, and when he does, no one knows what he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, again, someone could be helping with that, but they just choose not to. Well, I mean... So aggravating. Even later, like... In these translations that I have, Jin is standing up for himself, mm-hmm. and no one and and Michael's thinking that he's trying to provoke him when he's not. Son said after he's like, "Where's Jin?" Son says, "I do not know what you're talking about." So that that translated pretty well. Um, Jack is just like, "She doesn't know what you're talking about." Um, <laughs> Kate says, "Back off." He's like, "No, it was Jin." Uh, Walt tries to save the raft. Um, that's when Son runs away. They're like, we don't know if it was Jin. It totally might not have been. And he's like, well, who was it then, Jack? And it's like, well, I could tell you, but that I can't. Because no one else knows except for Locke and Walt. I'm just like, I'm so baffled by, like, all of this, everyone's motives and, like, why they even assume it's Jin in the first place. Because, like, 
what motive would he possibly have? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what yeah. Locke says later, even. Yeah. Oh, Locke slays like, it. Mm-hmm. And then because he's, like, speaking Korean, Michael, like, doesn't understand him. And he gets, like, weirdly, like, combative about it. And it's like, but why? Like, if you stop to use your logical brain for, like, a second, you'd realize that he's probably speaking Korean to try and defend himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So There's a lot of weird stuff going on here. Somehow, Sun runs the entire way to the caves. <laughs> she's fast. I guess. And Jin's hands are burned. And she's like, wow, you did it, actually? She's like, what? Michael was trying to help us get off the island. And Jin's like, Michael? Boop, boop. Did someone say Michael? Okay, but really, though. Michael's mm. been getting, like, in their business a lot. Mm-hmm. And he gets really aggressive. Mm-hmm. Michael Aggre- does? Yeah, he's, yeah. like, aggressively in their business. Well, yeah, he, like, punches him in the face. And so I could understand being in a place... Like, being on an island with so many other people, and there's only one other person that speaks the same language as you, you never know what's going on. You, like, that's frustrating to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then the fact Mm -hmm. that when you're trying to have your own discussion with your wife and someone butts in, like, was he right in that scenario? No. Mm -hmm. That was an uncomfortable scenario to watch. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, like, this guy just butts in. And now Jin has no idea what this guy is saying. And it really does look like Michael has the hots for Mm -hmm. son. Like... I, I would definitely jump to that conclusion, too. Yeah. Like, oh, Michael. Hmm. <laughs> Michael, hmm, wink, Michael, wink, huh? your knight in shining armor. Hey, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the evil villain with the horns, huh? Yeah, like, I just, I totally understand where he's going to. And if I'm remembering correctly, when Michael's, like, punching him in the face, he never punches back. him back. Never. I want you to count on your hands how many times in the season that Jin actually raises his hands to hurt someone. Right. If he's not fighting, like, if he's not defending himself. Yeah. Like, it's usually, that, like, in like, in the, in the flashback when he kind of just, like, pushes her away from yeah, him. But yeah, but he never, it's not like he, and he didn't even give her a jolt. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He just got her out of his face, which is, yeah. I don't know if you're mad, but when someone gets right in your face, man, that drives me nuts. So. Yeah. But, like, he never physically slaps someone, punches someone, unless... Like, I might be wrong, but unless they initiate it or, like, he's fighting for his life. I'm honestly, like, trying to remember a time, <laughs> a time when, when Jin was. ever actually tries to hurt somebody. The And the only time that I saw him throw a punch was in this episode with that guy. Yeah. But that was instead of killing him. Exactly. So it's like, he mm-hmm. did that to save that guy's life. Mm-hmm. So it's, Jin's constantly thinking steps ahead. And I feel like... I feel, yeah, like, I just feel like he never wants to aggravate the situation. Mm -hmm. He's trying to constantly um, de-escalate it, but there's that crazy language barrier. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Jin is walking around by himself, and Sawyer finds him and kicks him into the river, While he's fisherman salming like a boss. I think he was just trying to, like... (laughs) No, he wasn't washing his burnt hands. (laughs) That makes so much more sense than him barehanded catching a fish, but that's what I want to think he was doing, so that's what he was doing. (laughs) Um, This wasn't a knockout, I don't think. No. No. Okay, so cool. It's been been two episodes since somebody's been knocked out. That's cool. Everyone has brain damage on the show. Um, (laughs) Jin is his prisoner, and he's like, are you scared? You should know what scared means or whatever. If you ain't, you're gonna be, Bruce. Folks down on the beach might have been doctors and accountants a month ago. 
But it's Lord of the Flies time now. And he talks about Lord of the Flies. So, oh my gosh, do I ever have some fun facts about Lord of the Flies later for Sawyer's Book Corner? <laughs> yes. So we're excited about that. Once they get back to the beach, Michael's really pissed off. Uh, other people are trying to stop him from hurting him. And there are two moments in this episode where Sawyer tries to talk to Jack and Jack just goes, shut up. And I, those are my, my uh, favorite line awards, by the way. That's their whole relationship. And it's funny because I saw a gift set of this on Tumblr, like a year ago, probably. And I thought that it was from like two t completely separate points in the series. And watching this, I was like, oh my God, it's in the same episode. That's hilarious. It's just this episode. It's so funny. That's a great summation of their relationship, TBR. It is, it is. So we hear kind of what English sounds like to Jin, which is really interesting. Um, it's actually just all of the dialogue uh, from before backwards. Um, oh. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. He sees Sun. Jin says to her, do not you believe me too? So I guess he's kind of saying, well, I bet you think that it was me as well, clearly. It's kind of what I took f mm. from that. <clears throat> Especially the way that he, he delivers the line. They're like, what did he say? And Jin says, not me. And then Michael gets really mad at him. Uh, Jack tries to stop him. We see Walt watching. And Jin says again, not me. That's all he's trying to say. But it, yeah. like when you don't know what he's saying, it does kind of sound like he's trying to like egg Michael on. He goes, say it again. And Jin says, I did not burn. All right? That's literally what he said. <laughs> He gets punched in the face. Jack is trying to, like, make everyone chill out. But they're like, listen, the fight is between them. Which I don't know how I feel about that from Sawyer and Saeed. Thoughts? Yeah, that, like, suddenly they're not interested in... Stopping them fighting. Yeah, they're like, oh, now we're gonna start minding our own business. I was like, are you kidding me? I felt such a, like, swell of emotion for Jack in this moment. Mm -hmm. Jack is like a good person. Jack's annoying a lot of the time, but he is a really good person. And if you watch Jack in the background of this scene, he looks so pained to just be watching this and watching it happen. Yeah. But at the same time, like stop this from happening. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now let's just keep track. How many times has Jin been assaulted this episode? So many times. <laughs> yeah. Jin is like this the is, island, like- This is the third time yeah. in the episode. Mm -hmm. Jin and Sawyer are literally the island punching bags. Yeah. It's true. So then Jin says, I was already, I was already burning when I left, which we can assume what that means. Yeah. And so he says, my hands were like this when, it, when I turned off the lights, look at your hands. So I guess like his hands are also like Michael's hands are burnt too. Yeah. Is what I, I kind of took from that. It's like, turn off the lights is so cute. Look at your hands. Like his hands are, I assume exactly the same. So it's like, why do you think mm -hmm. that I started it when your hands were trying to put them out just like mine? That's when Sun speaks up. Everyone realizes that Sun speaks English and she's trying to tell them that he didn't burn the raft. Okay, now not only is she physically abusive, but she's a liar. Yeah. And that's a pretty serious lie. Like it not is. Not telling it your is. husband that you can speak English and then letting it go on for this long now, like especially when it would have been so helpful. This entire but time. didn't she hide that because she was afraid that he was becoming abusive? 
I guess so, but I like this is what I want to say. Like, when was he abusive to her? Other than, well, I mean, okay, I get the um, the mental side of it being really yeah. controlling, mm-hmm. and I think that was a byproduct of a lot of different things. And seeing and seeing him covered in blood without an explanation, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, so like, if I were her, I'd be scared. She, she he never laid a hand on her, and he always made it very clear that, like, I felt he made it clear like he was doing it for her. Mm-hmm. But I get up until now thinking that she's the real sad Sally. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is... Like, that's that's a serious thing to lie about. Like, any... I feel like any other normal person, like, she must know her dad is powerful. Mm-hmm. If she really thought that her husband was, like, abusive and she didn't want to be with him anymore, why couldn't she just go to her dad and be like, hey, I don't want to be with this guy? Because I guarantee you, he would have done something. He would have... Wouldn't her dad have him killed or something? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I think they're so, like, I don't know. Or just leave. Don't stay and lie to him. And then... Well, that's what she was trying to do, right? She was about to, yeah. and then he showed her the white flower at the airport. Well, yeah. And then, she didn't. and then she's like, well, no, I want to stay. But then after that, why wouldn't she be like, hey, just so you know, I can speak this language that yeah. everybody else... Like, I know it's crazy and like... Start your new life on the island with your English speaking. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, mm-hmm. come on. I'm sorry. Like, it's just like... I think lying is something that really gets to me. Yeah. Because it just escalates and it snowballs and it's not something that's really necessary, I feel. And I just, I don't know. But I have all the depth of the rest of the seasons Yeah. for how I feel about her, right? And so... Yeah, there are mm-hmm. more flashbacks that definitely yeah. come into this. Like, first season, totally before this, I would have been like, wow, son, get the heck away from Fisherman Sam. Fisherman Sam just makes me laugh every time. I'm so glad. (laughs) It's really funny and really cute. Fisherman Sam brings me joy. Okay, so the next scene is after a commercial break, and they're all like, oh my (laughs) god, she speaks English. Charlie, Hurley, Jack are all like, um, sup. She's like, listen, it was already on fire, so that's what happened. And he's like, okay, but why did he run? Sun says, this guy asks why he ran away without making a mistake. So the way that I kind of took that is like, Michael is asking why you ran away if you were not the one who made the mistake. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. the way I took cool. that. Um, he doesn't answer because like you can see the betrayal on his face. Like, I don't know if he's not answering yeah. because he's like, I think he's do- shocked he doesn't have an answer, but English. exactly. He's just shocked. He doesn't yeah. even know what to think at this point. So that's why he doesn't answer. I think. Yeah. No, I agree. And he's like, listen, my husband is a lot of things, but he's not a liar. It's like, and then literally Sawyer's um, saying exactly what you think. You want to talk to us about lying? She's the liar. You're the one who's lying. It's almost like their entire marriage is uh, built on lies right yeah. now. Yeah. He's like, from the look of his face, I don't think he even knew at this point. It's nice that suddenly everyone is just like, I'm a little bit on Jin's side now. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You know, after what, his 3,000th beating? Yeah. We're like, okay, but how do we know that she's not covering for him? And here's when Locke comes out like a genius and he goes, okay, but like, why would he do this? Exactly. Okay, fine. So it's personal, but why would anybody stop an attempt at rescue? This makes no sense. It should be the others. This is one of my favorite monologues in the show. And (laughs) it's just so good. I have it memorized. Is that the one that you recorded yourself? Did you see that? uh, Reciting yesterday? Yeah. Oh my God. It's because it's my you favorite. Should, I love it. Um, anyone who wants to see this should go to uh, Robin's Twitter because she recorded herself reciting this speech alongside Locke. 
It was fun. I had a good time. It was adorable. Is that the one that you did for class? I did it for I did it for class as well. This was before I watched Lost, and mm-hmm. so it was totally out of context. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense now. It's a good one. We're so intent on pointing the finger at one another that we're ignoring the simple, undeniable truth that the problem isn't here, it's there. They've attacked us, sabotaged us, abducted us, murdered us. Maybe it's time we stopped blaming us and started worrying about them. We're not the only people on this island and we all know it. It's just, it's a really well-written speech, I think, too. He puts shit into perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mm-hmm. so busy trying to be like, you're the one, you're the and they're just fighting each other. Yeah. And not realizing that they have to work together. 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 Um, I think, like, Locke is a relationship therapist, like, low-key. <laughs> yeah, just today. <laughs> He's like, listen, it's yeah. probably the others. And, like, at this point, I think Locke knows that it was Walt. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. he's just, like, covering, for, covering Walt. for Walt. Winston, do you remember when I absolutely called that? That it was that it was Walt. Yeah, before, I was like, I uh, bet you it was Winston. You did, yeah. And she's just like, oh my god, <laughs> that damn, that was fast. Because he's such an ungrateful little prat. Sorry, prat's my word today. Prat, I guess. But like, it's interesting that everyone's like, well, how do we know that she isn't covering for him? And Locke's like, oh, hey, I should do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that instead. Locke's like, I'm learning about human relationships. Everybody leaves, and even Jin leaves. Sun. It seems like Sun is kind of like. Okay, well, now they're not punching you anymore, right, hon? And he's so like, this is okay. Frick you. <laughs> Can we just, like, also just take into account when you're watching the scene, the camera just follows the little asshole that did it. Like, immediately. Oh, they walk away and the yeah. camera goes to him and walks away. And that's how I knew that it was him. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh. And I was watching it again today and I'm like, they made it so obvious. Mm-hmm. But, like, unless you're watching for that, you would never. Yeah. They're like, the camera's like, here's the guilty one. Pay attention. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it had to go down from all of the taller people, right? Because it's all mm-hmm. a bunch of adults. And then it slowly pans down to Walt and then goes back up to Michael. And you're like, hmm, so why did funny. it go down there? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, if if you're watching it for the first time, you're thinking, oh, man, Walt just had to watch his dad punch a dude a bunch. But in reality, it's like, Walt, your dad punched this dude when he should have been punching you. I mean, obviously. <laughs> no, I'm just no. kidding, of course. But, you know, it was like, it's kind of your fault that this guy's getting beat well, up Well, I right hope now. he feels bad about it. Like, yeah, for sure. I hope he walks away and be like, wow. My bad. My dad could have killed that guy. The whole lesson of this episode is like, don't freaking lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. This is, this is what you should show kids when you're trying to teach them about lying yeah. being bad. But, like, do you see what I mean, though? It just, like, it escalates. Like, mm-hmm. this whole situation could have been avoided from the get-go. Yeah. But we're all a bunch of liars, apparently, on this island. And... Narrative writing. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, Michael is talking about how he can't salvage anything from it. Walt is kind of afraid of him. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. No. Come here. Come here. Come here. Look. We all have setbacks. I mean, God knows, man. It's just like... We'll start over. You're gonna build another one? Yeah, a better one. Can I help? No doubt you can help. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, and Michael's really happy that his son is wanting to hang out with him. <laughs> and it's nice. 
we have Jin packing away all his stuff. Sun is like yelling at him about how he's leaving and is this how he's gonna deal with her just by ignoring her? Go ahead. Yes. Walk out. <laughs> Do you now now I just wanna point out, look at look, he's I how mad would you be right now? How betrayed would you feel? Yeah. If your wife learned a whole nother language and has just been holding this out on you. Why did she learn it? He doesn't know. Also Why shout out to the fact that him? Michael and Kate knew before him. Yeah. And then, and then this whole know. Michael thing that still seems really off. Mm-hmm. And does he get mad and lift a finger at her? No. I don't know the translations, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't call her a stupid bitch. <laughs> no. Or a piece of lying garbage. Mm-hmm. He picks his stuff up, has a semi-calm conversation with her, and walks the f*** out of the cave. Yeah. He just le- Watch that when you deal with an issue. Someone who calmly walks away. And it's like, enough now. And just leaves. Enough. It doesn't escalate any more than that because he is a de-escalator. Yeah. Yes, Jin. <laughs> that totally is Jin's role on the island. Yeah. Yeah. She says, why didn't you just tell me that he wasn't the one, that you weren't the one who burnt it? Which is like fair, but also it's kind of like, you should be believing me. Yeah. You should know. You shouldn't think that it was me. But she has no reason to believe him because he kept so many secrets from her, too. But does she know about those secrets, really? Like, does she know what the secrets were? Well, she knows no. that her husband would come home covered in blood and mm-hmm. wouldn't tell her why. Communication is key. That's true. It's a song I just wrote. <laughs> like, if my significant other came home covered in blood and, like, consistently would not tell me why, I'd be like, okay, <sighs> I'm gonna go. I'd be like, ah, oh, brah, did you hit an accident? <laughs> Calls police. She's like, when did everything go to crap? Then she starts talking in English, and she's like, I was going to leave you. I was going to leave you. I was going to get away. But you made me change my mind. You made me think that you still loved me. Okay, but she says it in English, which yeah. really peeves me off. Mm-hmm. So you're not even going to, you're going to say it to his face. But, but you're he not doesn't even going to say it in a language he understands. Yeah. How? You're finally going to be honest, but let's do it in a different language. And also, now think about it from Jin's perspective, too. It's just like, she's saying all these things, and then suddenly it's just like, now she's saying some random gibberish that she's crying about that I don't even understand, and obviously she doesn't want me to know. And doesn't it feel like a slap in the face? Like, this is why he's really angry right now, or at least part of it. And now she's doing it. Now she's being English. I would be like, you know, I can't understand that language. Yeah. You better stop now. <sighs> I think this was like maybe like the first time like Sun was really saying the thing out loud, mm-hmm. and like she was processing it. And then like, does she ever actually? Oh, I guess that's a spoiler. But like, I can't remember if she ever actually tells Jin. I think in a way she does. Yeah, okay. in a way. I think she kind of roundabout does, but I don't yeah. think she ever actually explicitly yeah. makes it known. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was like, I was trying to find a reason for why she would do that. And I'm like, I guess it's because she was trying to process, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Because, yeah, I never noticed she did it in English. Like, that's, that's an empty gesture. Mm-hmm. She's like, can we please just go back to the way it was and start over? Because I, th- I thought you loved me. Like, he, I thought, she thought that he loved her, which he does. Right? Oh. Yeah. But then he has a flashback, and when he comes back, he says, it's too late, and just leaves. And she cries. And that's life. Yeah. I always have arguments like that. About (laughs) knowing languages that my significant other didn't know that I knew. Yeah. It's just a rough day. That's just, like, every relationship, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Common problems. Hashtag it. 
Hashtag. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag ma- marriage problems. Make a Jimmy Kimmel segment <laughs> out of it. I don't know. So Walt and Locke are playing backgammon, or they're going to. It's really nice that pilot part two, Locke teaches Walt how to play backgammon. Then he's out here playing backgammon all over the place with Hurley. And now they finally get to p- play it together. It's really cute. cute. And I like that Walt has friends because it's like there's no freaking kids on that island. I know. I don't know why he likes it there so much if he has exactly zero people to talk to. I think because people finally treat him uh, like a normal person Mm -hmm. instead of like some kind of sideshow. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Hurley owes me $83,000. But and I told him that he could win it back. So I'm just waiting for him to come back from the bathroom or whatever. (laughs) Um, It's so cute. He's like, okay, well, I mean, I'll play with you, but I don't have $83,000. And he's like, hmm. Okay, I guess you can play with me. I like this moment where he's like, where's your dad? He's like, oh, probably on the beach, but I'm not allowed to leave the cave after nightfall. And it's like a really nice uh, development from like a couple episodes ago when he'd just be like, freak you, dad. I'm going wherever I want. And now he's like actually listening because they have like a... But do you think he's listening because he's like, wow, I should really do what my dad says? Or do you think he's listening because he's like, wow, I just burnt my dad's bone to shit. Maybe I should do something nice. <laughs> well, that and also he's just like, mm, there are murderers out here. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's like, do you have a dad? And he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, everybody has a dad. Totally. Well, is your dad cool? He's like, mm, no. So like Debatable. this this Hurley conversation is set up for next episode. This lot conversation is set up for the episode after that. So mm-hmm. there it is right there. Just laid out. You're like, here are the next two episodes. Here's all the episodes about dads. Yeah. Hey, you mind if I ask you something? Sure. Why did you burn the raft, Walt? Don't worry, I'm not going to tell. I don't want to move anymore. I've been moving places my whole life. I like it here. I like it here too. Girl, this is not the place for you. What are you eating? <laughs> don't this you is think? Not, don't you want some McDonald's, my friend? It would have been so much. <laughs> like I feel like it was so anticlimactic. Like I thought it was gonna be like, because I don't. I just want to spend time with my dad for once in my life. Yeah. But it was like I don't want to move anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to chill out with my dog on an island. Yeah. Right. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say like actually that's a really relatable want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dogs, palm trees. Yes. And Locke's like, same though. Jin decides that he is now going to help build the new raft. Um, mm-hmm. I have a fun fact. Ooh, what is it? So there's a blooper on the season one blooper reel of this uh, this shot of, of Jin um, saying the word boat. And it's really funny because he has to like swing these giant things around and stop and say boat. Yes. Does everyone yes. remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, except there's just like a bunch of bloopers of him just running, <laughs> running his bamboo into the camera. <laughs> And he goes, oops, every time. Oh my god, that's really cute. It's so funny. Okay, but like, it's hard talk though. about Fisherman Sam just like going into there to teach him how to make a real boat. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, this like, one's gonna be ten times better. This guy better. just punched the shit out of me, but I'm gonna show him how to make a boat because I'm real mad at my wife right now. It's like, you mad at her? I'm mad at her too. Yeah. Friends, let's make a boat. Yeah. And then it's just like the blooming of a beautiful friendship, I feel, which is yeah. kind of messed yeah. up. Yeah. And... He's like, remember that time when you put a handcuff on me and I, ooh, I just remembered a time when Jin got violent. When, when? he pushed Michael into the water and started punching him. 
Ooh. Um, oh, about that's the watch. right. About the and watch. that was really messed up. Yeah, that was bad. Okay, too. He now, like tried to drown him. I remember yeah, this. I low key remember this, mm-hmm. but now I want to go and rewatch it mm-hmm. because it doesn't sound like the gin that I know. Well, that's the thing love. is that they don't know gin yet. They know gin after this episode. But it's like also, I feel like the writers hadn't found Jin yet. Exactly. So they were like, okay, like we'll have him do some of these like. Because we don't like him. We want to make sure nobody likes borderline him. Borderline abusive things because yeah. we don't know what to do with him yet. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So our last little bit here is when the music starts. And I want to talk, I'll talk about the music a little bit um, at the, in the, we don't have a, like a specific name for this segment about music. We should come up with one just like Sawyer's Book Corner. Um, um, it's Hurley's CD collection. Hurley's, Hurley's Walkman. Yeah, Hurley's Walkman. Done. Okay. All right, all right. So Hurley walks by, has his headphones on. We have Shannon and Saeed doing a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read this note that you have right here? I was, like, making these notes, and I said the thing about Fisherman Sam teaching him how to make a real boat. And then we get to watch a really horribly mismatched relationship bloom. <laughs> and then Sun gets her bathing suit. Thank the dear Lord for that. <laughs> I forgot Walter is a swindler, a hustler. <laughs> he swindler, is like $80,000 for a young boy. Like, he's a swindler. <laughs> like, geez. What young child thinks that? Now you're reading my notes. Like, yeah. what the hell are these? I'm taking that kid to a casino for sure. You can tell he's a good dad because he gives good advice and he is a fisherman. Well, that, okay, that's so for, that's my for, favorite, I think my favorite That's for scene. flashback, yeah. Yeah, the flashback, like, beautiful. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we're, we'll get there, like, real quick here. So, we also have, like, uh, just this beautiful shot of the sky, and then Sun wears her bikini, and she gets to have her blanket in the wind moment. <laughs> I watched it this morning again, and I couldn't help but think, like, when she let it go, it, like, lands just still in frame, and I'm like... How'd they do that? How, first of all, how'd they do that? Because that was perfect. Because if it flew off frame, I'd be like, and into oblivion, where did it go? <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, and then we have we see Charlie and Claire together, which, like, I need more of those two, please, because they're still happy and good for, like, for right now. And then Hurley loses the battery on his Walkman, which is such a good moment. Ah, because, shit, like, yeah. they always do this thing where it's like... Uh oh, um, like here's the music, 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 music. But like Lost almost always has a reason why the music is playing. There's only two instances yeah. where it, it you, it's just music that's not um, Jakino's score. And so the fact that it like stops is like such a, I don't know, it's like a really good moment where it kind of just takes you out and you're like, oh, true, they're still stuck on this garbage island. And <laughs> Hurley doesn't have batteries. Yeah. And Hurley doesn't, he doesn't have nobody. Yeah. That made me so sad. We were talking in an episode previously about how, like, everybody kind of has a person. And when somebody chooses a different person, it's a problem. Like, um, uh, Michael chooses Walt, of course, and then Walt chooses Locke. And so it's like, Charlie had Hurley, and now Charlie has chosen Claire, and now Hurley doesn't have anybody. And, like, Jack and Sawyer have both chosen Kate. And who has Kate chosen, hasn't chosen anybody yet. Boone chooses Shannon, Shannon chooses Saeed. You know? Yep. And then Wouldn't. Boone chooses Locke because Boone doesn't know what friends are. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm ready for flashbacks if you guys are. Oh, I've never been more yeah, ready. Yeah. Flash it back, yo. All right. Here we go. So, you sound like a nerd. welcome to flashbacks. Um, we're going to start with this is Sun's dad. He's kind of garbagey. Mm. Um, oh, kind of. 
The uh, thing that I love the most is, first of all, this is the first look that we get at both Sun's and Jin's dad. Um, I think that his Lostpedia article said that Sun's dad was in four episodes, um, which is weird because it feels like I know so much more about, about him. About him than... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think Jin's dad is in two episodes. Yeah. But it's funny that even though one of the dads is like on way over on this side of the spectrum of bad and good, and then the other one is like way over on the other side, but they both dude. have daddy issues because daddy issues yep. is a huge thing. It's like daddy issues because hers is garbage and Jin's is because he was ashamed of him. Which is not fair. I know. Jin's dad is like the best one. Like I can't name a better dad probably. Mm, No. I can't either. He's like, why would you like to marry my daughter? And he's like, well, sir, I have ambitions. I may be from a fishing village. And I love it's the beginning. It's just like, oh, that's why Jin can fish. Mm -hmm. He's from a fishing village. Still didn't put it together the first time I watched it though. No. (laughs) Like still didn't think, wow, that's why he's Fisherman Sam. Like I just was like, oh, cool. Cool. Good for you. Sweet. Um, he's like, my ambitions are I would like to own a restaurant and hotel. And I'm like, that's cool. That never comes back. That's really nice. <laughs> he's like, well, what would your father think? He's like, oh, my father is dead. What would you do for my daughter? I would do anything for her. Even work for me? Yes, I would. Why would I give her to somebody who sells his dream so easily? Shut because up. she is my Give dream. her. She is my dream. Listen to that. Ugh. <laughs> Walk away, Jin. Get out of there. And then they have a handshake, and Jin just looks real heckin' pumped about it. Oh, mm-hmm. He's just so happy. He loves her so much. Um, After their wedding, they are getting dressed for the reception, and this is her best friend, I guess, or whatever. She never comes back, and she talks about... She's like, are you jealous? And she goes, no. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> You have every reason to be. Yeah, hello, duh. Jin shows up, and she's like, remember, you have guests downstairs, lol. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, bye. Sun, like, talks about how happy she is, but beforehand, she says something that isn't um, subtitled. And what she says is, uh, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Um, I wish your father had been alive for this. Um, because he, or, and then he's like, well, either way, wherever he is, I'm sure he's proud of me. And it's like, you know. Yeah. And see, like this, I'm like, why you lie to her about your daddy? Mm-hmm. Why? She'd probably be like, oh, your dad's this little quaint fisherman guy. That's so cute. Because it's not like she doesn't know that he's a quaint little fisherman dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, gosh, like, why would that be so embarrassing? That I don't understand that. But mm-hmm. We also have, oh, he, she's like, will you button me up? And he's like, no, I don't want to. And this is a juxtaposition because, like, at the beginning of the season he was like button up girl and now he's like yeah don't button up girl <laughs> um she's like but what about our honeymoon and he's like listen our honeymoon is in six months it'll be great but right now it's just not happening and she's like i'm just as important as That's my dad's harsh. stupid car company but they're gonna get the honeymoon of a lifetime <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's on an island for a like a really long time. Yeah, it's never ending. Yeah. Then he gives her the white flower thing, and yeah, they're like, we just got married. We are happy now. They so seem far, happy. Yes. Nothing could go wrong at all. So Jin gets called to her dad's office, and he's like, I'm so sorry about whatever. And he's like, listen, I'm not here to reprimand you. I'm here to promote you to be my special assistant. 
you should go and see the Secretary for Environmental Safety and give him this message. I am very displeased. That's your whole job. And of course, Jin, being a not violent person, is just like, oh, okay, well, that's sure. That's not bad. Yeah, well, okay. I can do that. If, the, if this is my job, that's fine. That seems totally yeah. doable. Yeah. So he knocks on the door, and the guy answers, and he's like, may I heckin' help you? And he's like, yeah, my name's Jen. He's like, cool. And he's like, oh, and I work for Sun's dad. And he's like, oh, oh, oh Sun's dad. <laughs> Never mind. Come on in, sir. He's like, okay, well, I'm here to deliver a message. And he's like, oh, my gosh, please don't deliver it in front of my daughter. And Jen's literally like, huh? <laughs> he's okay. like, okay, sure, whatever. And then we have, did everybody see what was on TV? Hurley. What? <gasps> I what? actually didn't see that. But Hurley's I feel like that was something oh. that you pointed out to me oh, as yeah. it happened. For yeah. sure. The daughter is watching TV and Hurley is on it. She is watching Hurley TV. Oh. Okay, um, can I just ask, like, yeah. did he... Was this where they got the dog? Yes. Okay, all I'm thinking is the dad's like, okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, daughter, I'm just going to take this dog from you. I have to give this dog as a, as a sorry gift. Yeah, I love he's like, man. it's very, very valuable. It's an expensive dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, where'd you get it, sir? Like, why do you have this expensive dog? And you just took it from your daughter like, sorry, honey, maybe next year if I don't <laughs> f*** up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I were that kid, I'd be devastated. Oh, yeah. she just looked so disappointed. That's the real betrayal of the whole, the yep. whole episode. Uh, okay, so he's like, okay, well, the message is that he's mad at you. And he's like, oh, okay, sweet. I love how he wasn't just like, oh, okay, well, I'll do better. He's just like, oh, okay, well, I'll continue to slack off then. If this, yep. is all, <laughs> this is all it is. Gives the dog away. The girl is really upset. He's like, it's a championship breed. Very valuable. Just tell him, tell him my bad, okay? <laughs> and he's like, okay, bye. Sure, I guess I'll just take this dog from you. Guys, what happened to the dog when they landed on the island? You know what? I'm assuming that somebody's taking care of Popo. Somebody. Somebody. I'm suddenly worried about the dog. Somebody Maybe better mom. be looking out for Popo. Maybe son's mom. Okay. Is a guess of mine. Sure. Okay. I feel good about that. Yeah. Next one is son has prepared a surprise meal for her husband. That was pretty nice. Yeah. That was heckin' nice. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to spend time with him. Let me cook him this meal. Yeah. And then uh, he gets a phone call. And she's like, yikes. And he's like, no, no, no. It's all good. Dude, Turn I'm your still cell phone off at the table. <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's fine. No work tonight. This is a me and you party. And she's like, oh, what a great husband you still are. And then they call the home phone. And it's like, you could probably still just sit through Unplug the, home phone. the phone. Yeah. That's what I would do. I was like, like, sorry, I have dropped off the map today. The terror of the landline. Throw the phone out. <laughs> Tear the landline out. He goes, and he's like, my factory's closed. Sup with that. Clearly you didn't deliver the message properly. This thug behind me will show you how to deliver a message properly. And Jin's like, okay, but my wife made supper. Can I do that first, please? Or just wondering. (laughs) Um, Can I eat food first? Like, I don't want to do this on an empty stomach. If he was a good gangster dad, Mm -hmm. all he would care about was his beautiful daughter being taken care of. We've seen the movies. Yeah. The gangster dad just cares yep. so much about his daughter. And this guy's like, no, leave my daughter at dinner by herself. <laughs> leave her. I don't care. Like, I wonder if Din was like, hey, um, we're in the middle of dinner. Like, your daughter made me this really, really nice supper. Can I eat that? And he's like, what's more important? Your supper or killing a dude? <laughs> it's killing a dude. Su- supper? <sighs> supper. I feel like it's what's supper. that? I am a robot. 
I do not eat. What is eating? So then the evil dude is behind him in the car. He puts on the gloves. He's like, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to keep the engine running. I'm going to be less than two minutes. After that, you're going to ditch the car. And Jin's like, this is shady. No, thank you. So Jin goes in, punches the dude. His whole family is scared. And he's like, I just saved your life because you were about to be murdered. And I wonder if that dude really like took that in or if he was just like, man, that dude punched me in the face. What a jerk. Or, or did he actually hear what he said? I feel like he probably took it in because he was terrified. I yeah. think he looked like he was like, I'm going to die and mm-hmm. my family's going to watch. Yeah. Like, and, and like, now how awkward of a conversation is that going to be? That guy trying to explain to his family, like, why? Yeah. Why I just got the shit kicked out of me in front of you. But, like, also, if he didn't mm-hmm. see that thug guy or whatever, what does that mean to him? Does he even understand what that, what I just saved your life means? I mean, maybe if he thinks about it. I'm sure he was scared the first time he showed up. Like, I feel like he knows. Like, he had an idea. Mm -hmm. But then why... Right, Why after would you go and be like, well, I'm going to do that stupid thing anyway. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you got warned. Yeah, literally. So, then we get this... Maybe he'd, like, heard stories of it. Mm. Yeah. So, then we get this same scene that we got in the flashbacks of House of the Rising Sun, but we had it from Sun's perspective before. And now we have the same thing from Jin's perspective, which I love when they do that. Um, like what they did, uh, for walkabout when they showed at the very beginning that shot of Locke's foot and then him standing up and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. so Locke is standing up. And then at the end of the episode, you're like, oh my God, a miracle. Mm -hmm. So it's, I love when they do like literally the exact same thing, but yeah, so it's the same scene. You know how, when we were talking about House of the Rising Sun with Jillian, I was talking about the dog and like dog continuity and how like the dog was supposed to be a baby. And then suddenly it was a big dog. Heck yes. So in this one, I was looking in the bloopers, and it was just like, yeah, what the heck is with the dog? And I was like, vindication, thank you! I'm not a weirdo being like, grown? how is this dog already grown up? Can we just talk about how he just regifted this dog to his wife? Yeah. He's like, oh, how do I explain this? Like, this man just gave me it because I didn't beat the shit out of him, so you can have it now, son. Sounds like, wow, this is a championship breed, a very valuable dog. Where did you get yeah, this? Yeah, like, it's just, like... I'll re-gift the dog. Sure. I mean, what else am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. But also, if anyone handed me a dog, I'd be like, no questions asked. That's I'd be like, true. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he has blood all over him. He gets slapped. And then once she leaves, Jin is like shaking and is crying in the bathroom. He gets slapped. Yeah. Wow. 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 He didn't even do anything. Honestly, he didn't yeah. really do anything. Like, I mean, they're, I mean, I get it. It's sketchy coming with blood on your face. Mm-hmm. I would definitely want to know. But is the slap really called for? No. I don't think so. Not at all. I don't, I don't think slaps think slap are is ever, called yeah. for, but sometimes, like, when someone, like, does something really horrendous, sometimes I can be like, I can understand why you got so mad. Yeah. It's still not acceptable, mm-hmm. but at least I can be like, okay, the pinch matched the ouch. Mm-hmm. Here I'm like, he could have <laughs> oh, been helping slap. a dying animal on the side of the road. You don't yeah. know. <laughs> Leave him alone, son. True, it's true. Um, The phrase, the pinch matched the ouch, is by far my new favorite thing. Yeah, we learned that in... Acting school, (laughs) where it's like you can't start freaking out about things that aren't freak outable. It's my favorite thing to say to people when they just lose their minds about Uh nothing. I'll be like, "Hey, the pinch doesn't match the ouch right now." I love this. Back, back up, back up, (laughs) my friend. You know what? I I was thinking about how they shot this. Mm. Um, first of all, they're still in that hotel. (laughs) Jillian was making this This (laughs) freaking hotel. They have like a hotel like hair dryer on the wall and we're like this is not your apartment 
this is a hotel. Like, that apartment just looks like a hotel that they dressed up with, like, vaguely, like, Asian decorations. And they were like, yes, this looks like sure, an apartment but, like, in Korea. what if they do have that in an apartment in Korea? Yeah. What if we maybe. just don't know? And oh. now I want to look and be like... If they actually have a hotel, like, I wonder if, like, when you rent an apartment, they just have those or something. Like, yeah, like, maybe that's an interesting feature. Like, huh. I don't know. Like, maybe. it's probably... You know what? It's prob- Sorry, but you know what I heard about apartments in Korea? What? You, like, save up your entire first year's rent, like, before you rent yeah. it. Yeah, crap. So, like, you have to pay all of that up front, oh. but then once you do... Um, it goes towards, like, if you want to buy the apartment, every piece of rent that you pay goes towards, like, the purchase price of the apartment. Ah, that's awesome. So your money is actually, like, not being wasted. So if you live live there long enough, then you j- can just own the It's like the a apartment. rent to own. Yeah. It, it's exa- it's rent to own, exactly. Uh, Rena has just Googled apartments in Korea blow dryers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, because I just want to know, and I'm just saying that already in, in here it says, bathroom, shower only, blow dryer, soap, towels... So I don't know if that means it comes with a blow dryer yeah. or if it has one just attached to the wall. Maybe. But I don't know. It's interesting. But I was thinking about the way that this was shot. And I wonder if they just used like the exact same shots that they had for House of the Rising Sun. And then it really seems like they probably just dressed Dan up the way that he was in that scene and then shot the shaking and crying scene. Yeah, probably. Because I think that they used everything else. Because they didn't even, it was, none of it was new until Sun left. Mm-hmm. And then it felt new, I guess. And that just broke my heart. Mm-hmm. He's crying. He cries. That's his whole world. She's his whole... Just think about it. That's, like... she. He wanted to marry her so bad, and he's just lost his life, basically. Like, mm-hmm. now he's being forced to do this shit that is just unimaginable. And he's willing to do it and not say anything because he loves her. Like, I think I, when I was writing notes, I was like, he won't even tell her that her dad's a piece of shit. Yeah, because she does. He doesn't want to do anything that would make her upset. Uh, make her upset or like impact her in a negative way. And so mm-hmm. he's holding all of this himself, which I'm not saying is right. Again, like, but he's holding all of this inside, not talking about it. Not like that's got a way on someone. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's a pretty big secret. Like, hey, your dad's a psycho thug who kills people on the daily and doesn't even bat an eyelash about it and forces your husband to be a bad person you know what this just reminded me of though what it's kind of in uh, in prisoner of azkaban mm-hmm. where um <laughs> uh sirius and lupin want to kill peter and harry stops them which you know comes back to we can be not so great but harry stops them and says my dad wouldn't want you to be murderers mm-hmm. he wouldn't want because That's of this true. for you to turn into murderers so it's like his like son's dad doesn't even care that his He's trying to get his daughter's husband to be a murderer. And he's just like, meh. Just seeing how far you'll go. No big. I guess. That's just what he's doing. So much. So Um, much. The last flashback that we have is we are meeting Jin's dad, who is my favorite of the lost dads. I don't think I can name a better dad. Fisherman dad. (laughs) Fisherman dad. And um, he's like, dad, I'm sorry. I've been ashamed of you. And he's like, it's okay. He just forgives him. Like, no problem. He's like, hey, what's uh, what's your wife like? He's like, well, she's amazing, but we don't really talk anymore because everything's gone to trash. And because uh, he can't, somebody's doing some more crime over there, huh? Yeah, that sounds like yeah, I don't a know pretty serious crime. I don't know what's going on, guys. Hey, what, what crime do you think's going on? It's real loud. Wow. What the frack? It sounds like it's, like, coming to my building. 
It's coming to get you. This is cute. Brittany, tell me what what oh, crime crap. has been committed, please. Crime against Jen. Uh, arson. Arson? <laughs> oh my god. Yep. All right, let's keep That's going. That's what I've decided. I think, is it still going? Oh, I can hear it a little bit in the background. Everyone who's listening to this, ignore the crime in the background, because we got things to do. He can't tell her about her father, because it's like, is she going to be more hurt by the fact that her dad is garbage, or by the fact that her husband is garbage? I guess. Like, I feel like if he had been like, your dad's making me do these awful, awful things. We need to get out of here. And the thing is that it turns out that both of them wanted to fly away to America. Well, yeah, and then I think she would have been she like, okay, been like, let's You know leave. what? You're right. Right? But my always, my thing is like, I totally have been there in a relationship where I've been like, I mean, not to this level, clearly, yeah. but like where I don't agree <laughs> I with like, wow. what my boyfriend's parents are doing, mm-hmm. and I want to say something about it, but I know that they'll be like, you can't talk that way about my parents. Mm-hmm. You don't know my parents. Yeah. You're lying. Because no one wants to believe that their dad's a mob boss yeah. who's killing people or yeah. sending their son-in-law to kill people. Like, no one wants to believe that. So I feel like it could have all been avoided if we just used our words. Yeah. And, and also, like we were talking kind of about with Saeed, it's like, Saeed is the most, like, like they're like, ooh, let's have this person of color. Okay, he's from Iraq. Now he is the most Iraqi. This is like the most Iraq that we can do. He's a soldier. He's a torturer. Yeah. You know? And so they're like, Sun and Jin, um, they're Korean. Uh, the most Korean stereotype, you know? Like they, sometimes they do it yeah, like. Yeah, they just went hard at it. Pretty all right. But um, a lot of the times it's like. Son's dad is a mob boss. And it's like, okay, but is that what Koreans are like? I think they just wanted to get, like, the most... No, mm-hmm. they're all fishermen. No, yeah. <laughs> they just want to get, like, the most dramatic, yeah, obviously, thing. But it's just... There are so many other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, if somebody who's listening to this has more insight into Korean culture and such, uh, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you about that. Yeah, because there's things like Google just will not yes. tell you. <laughs> but, um, like, his dad is the nicest guy. Yeah. Like, you know he's a good dad. Because he's, he's a, a fisherman. fisherman. <laughs> and he gives good advice. Yeah. Like, he just, he's a wholesome dude. Yeah. He's on a boat with his son giving him life advice. He's got that wholesome dad beard. Yeah. He does, you know what, his hair's unkept. His eyebrows look very natural. He doesn't look like he's he gets cute exfoliated all the time. You believe his eyebrows look You natural. believe that guy. Yeah. But the minute you see son's dad, you're like, oh, that guy's greasy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so Jin goes, in a in a good world, she would hate him and not me. And oh, Jin's dad goes, it is a good world. And you're like, look at this cherry gumdrop life he lives. And he's like, listen, it doesn't matter what you've done because you're my son. What you need to do is oh. you need to stop. I just okay. died. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> what was that? She just fell I down just a little slid bit because I'm special. <laughs> um, oh my god. But she, he's like, you should be able to start over. Oh. And it's like, then they go to the island, and it's like you can start over. It's like a theme in the episode. It's like he knew. Yeah. It's like he was the no. I'm kidding. And this kind of works out because when we were talking in House of the Rising Sun, we were like, why are they going to Australia and then L.A.? And I thought it was a layover. And this is the answer: is that he had to deliver watch in Sydney and L.A. So because mm. Jillian was like, why the heck would you? T- that's that's so out of the way. Why? But now we have an answer. And he's like, you know what you should do? Jillian's internal flight organizer. (laughs) Is you should run away after. Just don't come back. And it's like, how sad would it be if Sun had actually left 
And Jin was like, I was gonna... We were gonna run away together. We were gonna yeah. do that anyway. A... Oh, are we spoiling now, or are we allowed to talk about this? What were you saying? I was gonna that she was gonna run away. Do we already know that? We, we know, know that, that she was going to run away. We don't know. Yeah, you knew that. Really anything else, though. It's just like... Come on. They both... I feel like, as much as I dislike Sun, mm-hmm. they're probably a pretty good match. Yeah. And they do... Mm-hmm. Like, considering most of the other relationships that happen in this mm-hmm. show, they have a pretty okay one. Yeah. Especially towards the end. It's not terrible. To my chagrin. Yeah. They grow a lot together. Yes. Uh, those are all my flashback points. Does anybody else have anything to say about flashbacks? No. Oh, man. She's just checking. I gotta check. I didn't write them in the right order. That's okay. I never write them in the right order. I'm just the worst. I was writing it chronologically. That's, like, a totally, like normal thing to do though i just want to make a lot of size because i don't know what i'm <laughs> looking for but i know there was something my mom's calling me she's oh like, she always hey does. mama can i call you back it's okay sorry i'm podcasting every time that someone okay, calls bye. her we're podcasting and so i like to keep them in the bye. podcast because i think it's funny i, I think that's as good too my family has podcast radar yeah they know exactly when you're recording and then they call you then but it's also that we just always are constantly, what are you doing? Oh no, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You good, buddy? Yeah. It just like, it just baffles me because you don't see, a, you actually don't see a ton of Jin and Sun's relationship before they went yeah. to the island. And so it always feels like everything escalates so quickly. And I know that they have to do that for narrative purposes. Yeah. Like we couldn't give a long drawn out, like one hour movie special about Jin and Son's whole marriage. Like, how long were they married before they left? Like, not long. Um, Ooh, that's I a think... good question. Long enough for a dog to be full grown. Well, let me take a look. Actually, I wonder if I actually noticed. that dog is a the dog is actually a prize dog. And so what happens is is that it just <laughs> pops up and Pretty becomes a real boing. dog. Very expensive. Like, um, if you give it enough like love, a... <laughs> it becomes a real dog. <laughs> if you water it enough. Because like I feel like they weren't married that long. Um, and it just escalated so quickly. Like, when you think about later on, obviously I can't talk about it because it's a spoiler, but, mm-hmm. like, it's like, wow, really? Like, he comes home with blood on his hands, and a day later, like, I'm leaving. I'm learning English and leaving. But it obviously was long enough for her to learn a language. Yeah. Quite conversationally. Mm-hmm. Like, she's pretty fluent. None of the usual grammatical errors that I tend to hear in people who speak English as a second language. So clearly she's had some time. Or she's just the world's best learner she just says at their i wedding, think that it doesn't tell me it, there was a slow degradation of their relationship over that time i think i can figure this out just give me a second i can figure out how long they sorry were. sorry i asked a weird question no it's totally okay because i love knowing no this it's i mean obviously question. it was long enough for her hair to change significantly because yeah. we can talk about that train wreck of a wedding hair <laughs> that she had i was watching it and i was like oh man girl Girl, oh you gotta you gotta curl your hair and then tussle it with your fingers. You can't just <laughs> you can't just leave those strings like that. Okay, I'm on the pre-crash timeline. I'm going to find wedding, unknown dates, shortly after son's wedding. It says unknown dates, but the closest thing we know is it's in the 2000s. Oh, well that explains it's in, <laughs> it's in the 2000s, and um, they're on the plane in 2004 so it hasn't been that long okay but four years Mm -hmm. i mean i guess a lot can happen in four years and could you imagine how long like i wish they'd established it on the show though well because i honestly i know it sounds crazy but i always felt like it was like they got married 
they finally go on their honeymoon this happens like, oh, you know, yeah. like, i was just like how did this happen exactly so quickly? like all of this happens within like um like six months yeah <laughs> it's brutal should we do our segments sure Okay, so uh, now we're going to do our favorite line awards. So my favorite line award goes to Sawyer and Jack for... We don't know that Jin did this. Are you serious? Sawyer, shut up. And then my uh, honorable mention also goes to Sawyer and Jack for... Back off, Jack's got nothing to do with you. Shut it! Because <laughs> I just love them. It's so good. And mine goes to Locke for... Should I be picks. writing this down? And I stole that from Robin. Thanks, Robin. Locke. Yeah, mine is... Didn't see that coming. From Hurley. Because <laughs> everyone else saw it coming except, except Hurley. Hurley. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but that's like Hurley in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. He just is so blissfully <laughs> unaware. Yep. It's beautiful. Um, now we're going to talk about light and dark. So the light and dark that I really picked up on uh, this episode was... Jin and Sun's father are in black and like this thug guy is in white, mm-hmm. which isn't usually how it goes. No. Uh, but that's cool. And also they're playing backgammon again, which is a black and white, white. side of the game. Yeah. Good. Oh, but also like, I think like the lighting of like, I I don't know if like this is like close to it, but I feel like as Jin goes deeper into like the company, the mm. lighting of Jin becomes like a lot darker. Yeah. And when he goes and sees his dad, it's so bright mm-hmm. out. And then, yeah, and then it's suddenly bright again. Like, so mm-hmm. him sort of slowly descending into Sun's dad's, like, madness. Like, yeah. each scene gets darker. Like, even that apartment is really dark. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's really nice and bright again. And you're like, they have a future. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do Man of Science, Man of Faith. So I'm just going to mention some names, and we're going to decide if they're science or faith this episode. So Jin? Faith. Yeah. Faith. I think so, too. Sun? Ooh. Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe a little both. I mean, in this episode, sometimes I feel like she's more science because she didn't believe Jin. She needed the facts. She she's usually just science believe. just because she like does like this med- like a bunch of medical stuff and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Stuff and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Michael? Oh, Faith. Mm-hmm. Michael's usually Faith. I feel. Mm-hmm. And Walt. Winston. Walt. <laughs> Winston. Science. I mean, I think Walt's Faith. I yeah? think he's Faith too. Explain. Yeah. Tell me why. I guess it's just because he, like, symbolically just, like, burns the crap out of this boat to uh-huh. to stay. I don't know. Like, I feel like anybody who is, like, really a man of science or, like, he would have really thought that through. Mm-hmm. Should mm-hmm. I really burn right. the boat that yeah, we're yeah. about to escape on? Is there a better way <laughs> to get more time with my dad? <laughs> um, how about Locke? Oh, Faith. Actually, you know what? He's science, pretty science, science this episode. Yeah. He pulled a lot of logic out. Yeah. And I was proud of him. How about Sawyer? I think science. Science. Yeah. Let's uh, make a, a real transaction today. Uh, how about Jack? Science is usual. I feel science. Like he's still science. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kate? Faith. I don't even remember what Kate even did in this episode. All she, she, all she did was talk to, to Sun, really. Yeah, she exactly. was like, don't do that, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Let, don't let him treat And she like was that. like, how do we know it was Jin? Michael, stop yelling at Sun. Yeah. So then science, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Shannon? Um, I want to say Faith, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boone? Idiot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Wow. Uh, just hating on the Boonster. When I accidentally skipped Saeed. Saeed's super hurt. into incest, so... Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Wait, okay, tell me what about Boone you love so much, because, like, this this is really interesting to me. I think it's just because he 
was on Vampire Diaries. Okay, well, That's why yeah, she he's likes on him. Vampire Diaries, and Stop. I I was in love with him. I was okay. in love with him. So I boon mentioned. I don't even want to talk about the new Ian Summerholder garbage yeah. that I hate so much that okay. makes me want to oh. punch him in the face. Yeah. When I loved him, and he just betrayed me. Sorry, betrayed. That's a new word. Yo, we um, we can't trust the men's in this day. And no, age. but no. I mean, what I love about Boone is that he just Boone is like. I feel like he really is this like he he really doesn't mean to be an idiot. Like yeah. he's so sincere. He I feel tries. like everything he does, he really he's doing it for the good. He really reasons. feels it. He really feels it. Yeah, like. I don't know. There's just something so in- impossibly endearing about him that I just can't shake. Like, do I think that's totally messed up? Yeah. But then I feel like we <laughs> should also hate Shannon for the same reason. Like, if we're going to crucify him for that, then let's also do it to Shannon. Right. Like, I feel like Shannon gets off on a lot of this mm-hmm. and the heat gets taken off of her because she's a woman. And I feel like that is sexist because mm. they're both doing the same thing. They're both, they both made the same mistake. Mm-hmm. And uh, she needs to be held accountable for that too. Um, and he he doesn't have a big story arc, I guess. Like he, I don't know. Like I feel like he's just this sweet guy, totally oblivious. Yeah. Doesn't really know what he's doing. Not really an adult. And then he's suddenly thrust into adulthood. And I think that's why I enjoy him. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Son's dad? Oh, Faith. You think? Son's yeah. dad. Oh, son's dad. Damn it. Yeah, Jin's dad. I was like, Jin's dad. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was pretty sure she's thinking Jin's dad. How about son's dad? Evil. 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 And science, I think. Man of garbage. Can we Um, make that a sub scene? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So now uh, we have our segment called Hurley's Walkman. She's just going to type that in quickly while we... (laughs) And uh, (laughs) the song that plays this episode is called Delicate. It's by Damien Rice. And yeah. It's a good song. Look it up. What does it mean? Oh, would you like to know some of the lyrics? Yeah. Oh, I just assumed that you had been like, okay, well, I'm going to find the meaning well, of the Well, there song. isn't any, um, the only trivia about it is that it says it was also featured in an episode of Alias, which is also a JJ show. Um, that's okay. really the only super interesting thing about it in here. But uh, the chorus, I think, is, so why'd you fill my sorrow with the words you've borrowed from the only place you've known? Why'd you sing hallelujah if it means nothing to you? Why'd you sing with me at all? So that's something that I just pulled out just now. So that's cool. That's, it's a good song. I just think, like, all of those relationships right now are in such a delicate state. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Claire and Charlie's yeah. budding romance, romance. <laughs> and the, if that's what you want to call it at yeah. this point and saeed and claire mm-hmm. it's a cute thing that they're doing saeed and shannon you know what i mean yeah i actually called her claire three times in my notes today and i had to scratch it out i'm like rena you know her name's not claire you just didn't care enough to learn her name <laughs> so now you're calling her everyone else's name welcome to sawyer's book corner we're going to talk about lord of the flies although sawyer is not currently reading lord of the flies clearly he has done and uh yeah it is only mentioned twice uh in the show the first one is sawyer talking Mm -hmm. about this and it's also mentioned by charlie at the beginning of season two um at some point and we'll obviously bring that up when it happens as we did with watership down i'd love to talk to you about some of the shared themes in the in the show a lot of these are spoilers so i'm going to have to just like pick 
real small things out of here. Just give me a second to read. <laughs> I love the Robin yep. tap dance around spoilers. Shut the heck up. Oh, there's one that says a character with asthma. So that's Shannon. Oh, yeah. A castaway that feels a naturalistic connection to the island. Locke. So that's Locke. Each of these castaways has a place where they find ap- that they find appealing and mesmerizing, which is Locke and his hatch. The recurrent appearance of boars, a rarely seen monster. A running gag of confusion between a pair of characters, aka Scott and Steve. (laughs) R.I.P. In the book, the boarhead speaks to Simon in a dream, even predicting his death, similar to various visions on the show in which someone is seen as dead before it has happened. So that's cool. That's That's a spoiler. Both stories take place on a jungle island far removed from civilization. I never realized how many parallels there were. Oh my gosh, yeah. Both stories explore characteristics that are within everyone. So that's cool. Hmm. A lot of this is spoilers. But there are also a number of character comparisons. Like, um, Jack, the protagonist of Lost, shares the first name with the antagonist of Lord of the Flies. So that's interesting. I can't believe they're making a female Lord of the Flies, just, like, for the record. Are they doing that? Yeah. And it's like, how are you doing this? The entire, like, commentary of Lord of the Flies is, like... Mm -hmm. Society without women, men just fall like apart. Mm-hmm. So how how are you gonna make a female version? <laughs> the uh, protagonist of Lost, Jack, and the protagonist from Lord of the Flies were both appointed as leader rather than choosing, and both of them have doubts about their ability to lead. Um, hmm. Ooh, in the series one episode, Outlaws, Sawyer is unable to shoot a boar in the same way Jack in Lord of the Flies was unable to kill a pig. Um, yeah, anyway, there's lots of other stuff in here that's just spoilers that we'll talk about after the <laughs> outro. Alright, um, now we have Did They Do The Thing? Which is, did they say the title of the episode in the episode? The answer is no, because most of it was in Korean. We really did not notice how actually infrequently they do that. Well, in the next episode, I know they do. I okay. know. <laughs> and, um, how many episodes since the last knockout? Two! It's, it's been, been such two a long time! Since our last nonsense! Yay! People are getting knocked out all the time in this freaking show everyone Um, has concussions and then as for listener thoughts if anyone would like to send anything in because you can if you want um you can send an audio clip or a text paragraph to a fictionaldispodcast at gmail.com or tweet us text paragraph text paragraph Stay tuned for our segment after the outro. We'll be discussing this episode within the context of the rest of the series. Please be aware that this will be rampant with spoilers, so proceed with caution. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of The 100, we like to talk about that show too. Uh, We talked about all of season four, and we'll be talking about season five next year. And if you're a fan of Riverdale, we covered season one, and right now we're covering season two. And spoiler alert, it's pretty good so far. Yeah, it's actually pretty all right. I'm impressed. (laughs) Where <laughs> we're actually enjoying it. That's yeah. new. <laughs> uh, you can follow at the aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Redbubble, but mostly Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash the Um If you have a spare dollar to uh, lend us, that would be super great because hosting fees are really expensive. Love Thank you. you. Uh, you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me at Abertania, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And we would like to thank Rena for being on the episode. Yay! Thanks, Rena. You did a great job. Why don't you tell us where we can find you on the internet again? You can find me at Rena Catherine, R-I-N-A-A, Catherine, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of them. All of them. <laughs> 
Uh, and you join us for next episode, which is episode 117, Numbers. And Rena's going to be our guest again. Woo-ha! Yay! Woo! Unless you hated that and then sorry. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Spoilers, spoilers, gonna talk spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, gonna talk spoilers. It's spoilers time. Sarah sings her song. Oh my gosh. Welcome to spoilers. Okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit about numbers. I think I had two numbers as of right now. Oh, um, okay, so the Flatiron Building in New York City, it's on mm-hmm. 23rd Street. <gasps> uh, it's, he doesn't say that or anything, but it just is. As well as he can only fit four people on the raft. Those are the only spoilers I had. Or the only um, numbers I had. That Flatiron fact, like, that broke me as a person. <laughs> Which one? That they designed it to lift up women's skirts. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Well, I don't think that's why they designed it. I think it's just how it ended up being. I don't know, man. I that's Those are my thoughts. Cool, cool, cool. All right, I'm going to start going through all of these things that I have for spoilers. Um, oh, the first one I had was that um, Jin says that he wants to own a hotel. Mm-hmm. And um, we saw him in, I believe it's And Found, where... Uh, he, sorry, we're being dorks over here. Um, he worked mm-hmm. at a hotel for a second there, and that's where he, like, almost ran into Sun. Okay. Um, I also have, what changed? Do you want to talk about what changed? Sun says, he used to be better than this. Kate says, what changed? Okay, uh, that made me so angry, because she's, like, basically just playing the victim and being like, ah, he's just so mean, he just turned into this bad guy. And I'm like, girl, you know what changed? You cheated on him, and you were disloyal. Okay, a point, though. Jin doesn't, still doesn't know that. Yeah, but seriously, come on. What changed? Like, there's got to be... Like, when you think about it, every time someone cheats, they start acting weird. Mm, you see it true. in movies, you see it in real life. There's some weird disconnect going on in the relationship. And it's just this false... You almost can feel it. You, you know when you just know that somebody's doing something real shady, but you don't know what it is? Mm. I'm sure there was a feeling there. And also, what do you mean, what changed? Like, I just want to say, like, in between all of this, you knew there was something messed up going on. You saw this blood and stuff, but you're still going to go shopping and hang out with your dog and do all of these things. And never once did you say, hey, Jen, I noticed that you're having a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> you came home with blood. Is there something you want to tell me about? Yeah. Like... She just freaks out on him. I don't know. Like, I just feel like if you didn't know what changed, like, make an honest try and try not to be a dick when you're doing it. Because clearly he's, like, having a really rough go of it. Like, you know he's working for your dad. You know Mm -hmm. that. And I'm sure that she knows some shady shit's going on there. Like, I mean, that's how she learned English. Yeah. Was through Jai Lee. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And, like, Jin must be kind of messed up because... Basically what happened in an episode called The Glass Ballerina, which is, like, probably my second favorite episode mm-hmm. of all time. She is with Jai Lee, and her dad shows up and catches them. Yeah. And so her dad goes to Jin, doesn't tell him that that's what's happening, but that Jai Lee needs to be delivered a message. Jin shows up to Jai Lee's house, pun- then- like, punches him a bunch, and then instead of killing him, says, you need to run away get out of the country, nobody can know that you're still alive or whatever. And then, when he gets down to his car, Jai Lee jumps off the building onto Jin's car. Like, oh. Yeah, that with, was With up. the necklace that he got Sun in his hand. Like, that should have messed him up already. Mm-hmm. That should have been it. 
I mean, but like someone doesn't up. know. Like the problem is the 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 communication problem because Jin knows that he basically killed Jai Lee, but doesn't know that he was that she was sleeping with him. Yeah. Sun knows that she was sleeping with Jai Lee and her dad found out and now he's dead, but doesn't know that it was Jin who messed him up. <sighs> There's just so it's much. Just so messed up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, daddy like, why are you making him do this then? You're ruining their life. You're going to ruin your daughter's life. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. I just... But wasn't his goal to, like, always kind of mess up their marriage? But why would he let her marry him then? Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I feel yeah. like he was like, oh, yeah, I'll get my daughter to marry this guy that I'll groom basically to be me when I'm gone. Which, okay, I mean, I guess in a weird, messed up way, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess that's cute for a stepdad. Mm-hmm. But, like, ugh. Yeah. I kind of looked at it as, like, he had, like, Jin marry her because he knew he could, could control Jin. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Right, because because he's just like, well, if she's your dream... You'll do whatever I ask. Right? Exactly. Mm. Well, and he's a good scapegoat too, right? Like, he doesn't mean anything to him. And if somebody was to go under fire, just throw Jin under the bus. Like, he's replaceable. Yeah. Um, The next one I have is that we see Hurley on TV. Um, Next episode is when we'll see kind of why Hurley's on TV. Mm -hmm. But we see him being, like, recorded and all of this happening in, uh, at the beginning of season two called, it's an episode called Everybody Hates Hugo is when that happens. Um, Love that episode. Yeah, it's a great episode. Now I have one about Saeed and Locke and Shannon. I'm not sure Saeed and Locke and Shannon? Why do I have that there? I don't know. Sometimes I just never know. But it feels like Locke is kind of like, listen, I can't have you distracting Boone anymore. He's my buddy. Can we just, like, I really need to tell you this, Brittany. So Robin's hmm. birthday party last year, we were sitting <gasps> oh, down no, having I'm a so great sorry. time. I hadn't finished the lost yet. And I okay. wrote in her card, you're the lock to my boon or something. <gasps> um, and she was like, but they're both dead. No. And I didn't know that Locke died. No. I Robin. still feel bad about it. I still feel bad. <laughs> it's always funny because she would always be, I'd ask a question and she'd be like, okay, do you want the actual answer? Or do you want to wait and no? Or do you want, like, a kind of half ass? Yeah, like, answer? what do you want? And so when she just blatantly did that, totally forgetting that I wasn't there yet, it was hilarious. That's Spoiler of all brutal. spoilers. My bad. It's still my bad. That's, like, the that's got to be one of the biggest spoilers. That's, yeah, it was brutal. But she told me up front when I told her who all of my favorite characters were, she's like, they all die. What, really? Every, sing- every single one of them die. Because I needed to know so I couldn't get too invested, yeah. but then I still got Boone, invested. Boone, Jin, Locke, Saeed. Saeed. I mean, to be fair, they all die in the end, so... Except for Boone. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Another one that I have is that Jin is, like, punching the dude and kind of looks up and sees the dude's daughter. And then Jin ends up actually having a daughter, and her name is Jiyun, but he never actually gets to meet her. Why don't you... I know you have a rant about Jiyun and the fact that Jin never got to meet her. Now I can't think of it. Can you just refresh? Yeah, it's kind of like about how, so like, long. why did Jin make the decision to stay with Sun when he didn't have to? Oh, okay. Like, I thought it was, everyone's like, oh, romantic. She's sta- he's staying with his wife and they're going to die together. Stuck. 
yeah, he's not stuck. And I'm thinking, that's incredibly selfish of you, Jin. Like, this is the first time that I honestly was mad at him. Like, I was yelling at the TV as it was happening. So, like, you have a daughter you've never met. Mm -hmm. That's selfish. Now, she has to grow up. She's an orphan. Well, like, what is she going to do? Like, it was already bad enough that Sun was the only one raising her, but now she has no one? Like, it's not, that's not fair. And he's just like, meh, well, eh, I've never met her anyways. I guess I can do without. Like, that's so brutal. Like, after everything, I think Sun should have been like, get the fuck out and go be with our daughter. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like that is how... Or at least I'd like to think that if I was in that situation, I'd be like, no, this is totally unacceptable. You go find our daughter and mm-hmm. you go raise her because she needs you. Yeah. That's wrong. It's like, listen, we've been apart for like, what, three years now? But like, at this point, she's she's older and she wants she needs you. She needs someone. And it's just like, man, now she's I feel she's like the robbed. show forgot that like a lot of them had kids. Oh. I feel like the show really did forget. Plus, Sun pretty much thought Jin was dead this whole time. Yeah. Like... It's just, I, I don't know. I'm just, I was really disappointed with that. And like, just the writing of that, like I thought, I think they wanted it to be this super romantic, like, I'll never leave you. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, like rewriting the mistake that, yeah. um, that, that bitch made in Titanic, you know, uh-huh. never let go. Jack. Yeah. No, what was the girl's name? Rose. Yeah. I've Rose. never seen Titanic. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. It's, no, don't watch it. It's, it's a predictable ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know the ending already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, there was no reason for that. And I feel like they were trying to make it this really sweet, unre- like, just... And it wasn't mm-hmm. to me because it was dumb. It was silly. You could have had a whole life with your daughter and that would have been worth living. And son should have been like, yeah, go. Yeah. You do you, Jin. Be that guy. Okay, so Locke is making this whole speech about, like, why would somebody deliberately hinder an attempt to get off the island? Well, guess what, Locke? You do. First of all, he's already done it once when he, like, smacked Saeed in the back of the head and stopped the triangulation thing from happening. And he does it another two times as well. In Par Avion in season three, he blows up the flame station. And in The Man from Tallahassee from season three, he blows up the submarine. Oh, yeah. Locke does this all the time. He's like, why would somebody deliberately do that, Walt? Yeah, but because no one in their right mind would. Yeah, it's true. And that's like kind of a, it's kind of a hint because he's just like, I like it here too. And Mm -hmm. it's like, twas you, sir, twas you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I also have one about how she talks about how she was going to leave him. And so I was just kind of going to talk about Jai Lee there and everything. Yeah. Um, But we we kind of already did, so that's okay. Um, As well as we're meeting Jim's dad for the first time. The only other time that we see him is in... I don't remember what the episode's called. But it's a Sun episode where she goes and meets him as well. And, of course, he's like, what's your wife like? So I'm assuming that this is before. before, Or else he'd be like, what's she like? (laughs) I don't know. I just... Okay, can we just talk about for a second the fact that that dad is... Fisherman dad is the nicest dad yes. because that mm-hmm. might, Jin might not even be Fisherman's dad's, Fisherman's son. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that might not even be his real son. Oh, yeah. And he takes care of him and gives him advice like this and is mm-hmm. still like, you do you, Jin. I love you. I'm not even mad that you were ashamed of me. I love you anyway. When really, don't you think that Jin's dad should have, like, in right. retrospect, like, if he wasn't sure that was his son, wouldn't that be kind of shameful? But he was always really proud of Jin. Like, it's right, just, because Jin's mom was a prostitute prostitute Mm -hmm. and um was 
blackmailing son about it. Yeah. And so son went and went and talked to the dad or whatever. And he was like, I don't even really know if that's my kid or whatever, but I raised him. Mm-hmm. And it takes a good dude. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. he's ashamed of me. And then son chooses not to tell Jin that his mom is a prostitute because she wants to protect him. Which See, they're both kind circle. of making the same mistakes yeah. in the relationship with each other. That's why I think they're suited for each other. Because mm-hmm. they have the same tactics, I yeah. guess. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Um, another one that I wanted to bring up was in... Uh, there's an episode in season two, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe three. That's called DOC. Oh. No, Juliet's in it. So season three. And it's my, called... My child? Yeah. DOC, Juliet kind of guesses when the date of conception was, and she says a day that is happening in this episode. And so, like, mm-hmm. that's just a blooper, because there's no heckin' way <laughs> that that they did that during this episode. Yeah. It says, in the episode DOC, Juliet estimates this day as the date Sun and Jin conceived. However, this episode shows the two of them on the outs with no opportunities for conceiving, nor on the days immediately preceding or following this day. <laughs> That's so awkward. Uh, I feel like that was just kind of an oops. So <laughs> just a little flaw there. Whoops. That's like such but a like, weird thing to like. Is it? Did we? Say. They actually found out that it was Jin's. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's also, I think, the episode where Sun's just like, "Hi, I cheated on you." How ironic would it have been though if it hadn't have been Jin's if and Jin decided to take care of it anyway? Oh. Like how? Not ironic, but like how fitting would that be? Like it's just like, just yeah, like the way he's a good dude. Did. That's cool. Because I have a feeling that he would have anyway. Yeah. Now I want to talk a little bit more about Lord of the Flies. What else we have here? Simon's not-so-accidental death in the book and Boone's death in the show are also both later rationalized as sacrifices to the island. Oh, God. Uh, Violence from misunderstandings and later cold-blooded murders by characters that once attracted sympathy. Jack in the book, Michael on the show. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, A parachute... A a parachutist arrives on the island and becomes entangled in a tree. In both cases, the parachutist is discovered by plane crash survivors from the island. However, in the case of the book, the parachutist is dead on arrival, whereas in the show, Naomi is alive. Alternately, while not a parachutist, a balloonist arrives on the island and becomes entangled in a tree. In both cases, the deceased is discovered and the dead person leads to a major discovery. No monster or mystical force is terrorizing them in the book, and Ben is not Henry Gale. Benry! Benry. Um, ooh, a character is accidentally killed after being mistaken for a threat. Simon in the book, Shannon in the show. Ugh. Even the weather is similar. Heavy rain leading to confusion. I was sad about that, not because of Shannon, but, but because, because of, of Saeed. Saeed's reaction. Like, what a good actor. Mm-hmm. In both stories, there is a schism between the two characters as they both struggle for power. In both stories, people must ultimately make a choice about which leader to follow. Ooh, so that's a good one. In the season two premiere, Man of Science, Man of Faith, Jack gives a speech promising everyone will be fine as long as they stay together. Locke then announces he is going down the hatch, undermining what Jack has just said, the same way Jack from Lord of the Flies undermines Ralph after Ralph gives the speech telling everyone there is no monster and that they will be fine. So, yeah, there's lots of stuff in here. Wow, they, like, really just kind of rewrote Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Lost is Lord of the Flies fan fiction. All right, Rena, thank you so much for being on the pod. We're so excited to have you next next episode, too. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And me at, at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And me with Rena Catherine. I'm pretty much anywhere as well. <laughs> uh, you can follow at The Aficionados on Twitter and a whole bunch of other stuff. 
You really put effort into that one. Yeah. <laughs> and our Patreon is patreon.com slash If you have any money to spare, please consider donating because we need you. Thank you. Okay, love you, bye. Thank you, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Sawyer, shut up.